Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala eşrafil anbiyayi vel mursalin Muhammedun Resulullahi sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sellem tesliman kathiran kathirah. Femme ba'du, my brothers and sisters, a friend of mine asked me to suggest a structure for the day. How to structure your time. Um, one of my one of my most um, what can I say emphatic pieces of advice from my own life is that structure beats talent every single time structure beats talent every single time structure is what helps talent to get a, to get ahead you can you can be the most talented person in the world but if you do not have structure in your life if you are not if you are not working to a schedule if you do not have a clear goal if you do not have determination to do whatever it takes to succeed you will not succeed no matter how much talent you have and this is one of the strange paradoxes and quite a tragic paradox if you ask me that a lot of talented people really become i mean they lead mediocre lives and uh, they have mediocre results uh, again not because they didn't have the talent but because they didn't have the discipline they didn't have the structure so as uh, the saying goes every one of us must suffer from one of two pains we must suffer from one of two pains the pain of discipline or the pain of regret the pain of discipline or the pain of regret i have spoken on this before <coughs> and i'm sure you <laughs> you must have heard it um, the pain of discipline is temporary and after that you start loving that structured life the pain of regret is never ending and the worst part of the pain of regret is that you can't do anything about it to change that situation you have to live with that regret until your end so my suggestion is don't put yourself in that position get structured in life Now what is a good structure for the day the good the best structure for the day as far as i'm concerned is to wake up for tahajjud um i would say wake up w- at least 1 hour before the time for fajr starts if you can wake up 1 and a half hours before that's even better but if you at least 1 hour before the time for fajr starts not the time fajr is being prayed in your masjid i'm talking about the time for fajr itself So look up the time for fajr and set an alarm for 1 hour before that time. Now obviously when you do that it means that you have to structure the rest of your day to ensure that you sleep early enough to be able to get up. If you have the uh, uh, lifestyle where you are on Facebook or some uh, you know um, universal life reducer like that uh, then you are not going to be able to get up for the, for the hajj. So that this is the whole point of structure. it forces you to become disciplined it forces you to uh, to prioritize it forces you to choose actively make a choice to say which is more important being on facebook or sleeping early so that i can be i can wake for tahajjud and be in front of my rabb jalla jalalu 
it's as simple as that right <clears throat> so think about that wake up sleep early enough to be able to wake up so one hour before the time for tahajjud sta- uh, time for fajr starts wake up uh pray tahajjud uh there's no end to the number of ayat you uh, rakat you can pray rabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is to pray eight you can pray eight you can pray less you can pray more as you as you wish and then read at least one juz of quran so one para one sipara of quran read that so pray tahajjud make all the dua in the world you want to make because that is the time for dua this is the time when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends to the first heaven in a man, in a manner that suits his majesty and grace and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala announces the announcement is made to say who is there who wants something from me let him ask who is there who needs or seeks my protection let him seek protection who is there who wants my help let him ask for help right so make sure that that announcement is not falling on deaf ears on sleeping on sleeping bodies is be there and then ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala anyone who believes that they really need something they really want something and they are not praying tahajjud believe me they don't really want it because if you want it then you are you must be praying tahajjud if you're not praying tahajjud it means you're not you don't want whatever you, whatever you say or think you want pray tahajjud um and then read one juz of quran and after you finish reading that juz of quran then go to the masjid and pray salatul fajr with the jamaah rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam told us that the one who prays salatul isha by jamaah and salatul fajr by jamaah he gets the reward of praying the whole night so go and pray salatul fajr by jamaah in the masjid then depending on how much sleep you got and depending on you know whatever you have to do ideally stay there until shuruq in the same place sit in the same place in the masjid it doesn't mean exact spot it means be in the masjid um in dhikr read some more quran and so on if you like but don't chit chat and don't that's not gossip time that's not socializing time please and then pray uh salatul duha pray ishraq uh 2 plus 2 four rakat and then go home and if you have the time and if you want to sleep for some time go to sleep for some time um this should be your routine every morning now think about that if you do that then effectively you would have got in 2 hours of prayer 2 hours of being in the presence of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala an exclusive opportunity to speak to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask him at a time when he which he has set for that purpose an exclusive opportunity to start your day with one juz of quran now think about this if you read the uh, i'm talking about the usmani script which has 15 lines uh, per page one juz is about 20 pages or 21 pages um 15 lines per page rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said for every harf for every letter of the quran allah will give you 10 hasanat and he said i do not say that alif lam mim is one letter he said alif is one letter lam is one letter mim is one letter so if you simply say alif lam mim you have 10 hasanat 10 good deeds on the day of judgment the difference between jannah and jahannam is one good deed you will have 10 simply by reading alif lam mim now think about that you begin your day and if, and those of you who have the patience or the or the desire open a page randomly and count the number of huruf 
I'm talking about letters, right? Not not words. Uh, count the number of huruf, the number of letters. Multiply by ten, and that is the reward that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will give you when you read that one complete page of the Quran. Multiply that by twenty-one, uh, and you have got one juz of Quran. This is your beginning of the day, and we haven't even talked about the reward for tahajjud. We haven't talked about the reward for praying salat or uh, fajr by by jama'ah. Uh, one, as I said, one of the rewards of it, and that's not the only reward. One of the rewards of it is that you will get the reward of worshiping for the whole night. This should be how the day begins. Then, what is very important is now you say, okay, I've done that. Now what do I do? Fundamental rule: <clears throat> eat one third of what you now eat, and exercise three times what you now exercise. Um, I've spoken about that in detail. I think today is for the reminder, so I won't go there. But this is the this is the fundamental rule: eat one third of what you eat, and exercise three times what you exercise. And don't worry about people telling you, oh, but you see, you must need enough nutrition. Believe me, we have we get more nutrition than we ever will need. We get plenty, plenty, plenty of nutrition. So don't worry about that. So all that is foolishness. Trying to, uh, you know, make excuses to overeat and 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 become obese and fat. Believe me, it's not a question of shaming anybody. But fat people are telling the world, "I have no discipline in my life. I cannot control myself." And quite apart from anything else, they physically become slower because they are so fat. Their tahara becomes highly doubtful, depending on how fat they are, whether they can reach all the places to clean and so on and so forth. Is a matter of doubt. Most fat people, most obese people, will never get a good job. They will never get a job of leadership. They will never be able to succeed in anything. So, please lose weight. If you are in that situation, lose weight. There is nothing romantic about looking like a pregnant cow. Please understand this, and there is no age to do that. There is no age to do that. I am speaking from experience. There is no age to do that. And the only thing that is required is for you to be serious about it. If you say I want to change, that's all that is needed. I I want to change. Nothing else. Just seriously, and then do it. You can stand at the bottom of a staircase. And visualize being on top of the staircase until you are blue in the face, but you will still be at the bottom of the staircase until you take the first step. Active action—you actually have to take active action to see results. Right. So let me end this one at this stage. At this stage, more later, inshallah. Wassalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.